to another episode of Kicking It With Keith. Make sure to tune in every Tuesday and Thursday at 12 p.m. for the audio portion on all streaming platforms and catch the video on my YouTube channel on Wednesdays and Fridays at 12 p.m. Thank you for your continued support, friend. I love me some you, and you are greatly appreciated. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Kids Chronicles. All right, y'all, so guess what? We back for episode number eight, I think, or nine. It's one of these episodes, eight or nine, and today I got one of my good friends with me. His name is Jay. You all may recognize him as Jay's Anatomy. You may see him with the, you know, the Anatomy sipping paint parties, and you know, I'm just saying, you might have seen him in another, you know, conglomerate before that one. Also, my man is into PR for the freaking celebrities. Let's not get that twisted, and he got his own podcast called The Melanin Pot, so I know I just pretty much gave away all his intro and he ain't gonna have shit to say when he get on here, but let's go ahead and get my buddy on here real quick. What is going on? What's up, friend? What is nothing? You know, besides you got me over what? here in 1999. Y'all, look at look, look <laughs> at his camera, <clears throat> and then look at mine. Now you see how clear and all you know precise his no. is, and then mine is definitely giving you webcam. 99, early 2000s, <laughs> but we just, that's my beast. You know, raise a phone, you know. Like, what, what? <laughs> I had a blue one. It was sharp. Yeah, you got like a sliver phone kind it's of cool. image going on. Whatever. It's well, okay. No it's good. It's you, know, cool. <laughs> you playing snake on there for it? No, I'm just playing. No, you're good. <laughs> no, I think one thing, I would love to actually get to the point to where um, I get so consistent and so good with this that I'm able to provide my guest with the proper equipment like for every episode so like not that they can keep it but like you know i'll mail my guests the you know a camera and mics and stuff like that because i'm learning that a lot of people really don't have those things readily available so either way i'm just glad that you came you know even without having those things readily available so it's all good listen i'm proud of you i'm really proud of you know i've been out of the talk show podcast scene for like what four years now so i'm so proud of you started doing it and it's all you got your intro it's so professional it's polished your time you know i'm so proud of you you're doing the damn thing so when i get back into the game i definitely got to step my game up at the melanin pot i'm gonna have to step it up well listen look i'm here for for uh, look if you got any suggestions for me let me know. And if I got suggestions for you, I'll let you know. That's how you build each other up. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, just like, you know, I'm going to say this because I know y'all going to say it. Oh, Lord. I know y'all going to say it. I know y'all going to say it. What they going to say? I want y'all to know that before I seen that sign in his background, I was talking to him <laughs> months ago about getting me a sign. So when y'all see me with a motherfucking sign, I don't want nobody on here saying that I got it from Jay. All right, <laughs> well, y'all go to my page, right, and y'all so. really can enjoy the sign. You can't see, it. like I say, it's in 1999, but it's cool. It's giving vintage, so <laughs> vintage Jay's Anatomy. Shut up! Don't look up. You are so stupid. All right, so you know, aside from me just kind of hijacking your whole intro, do you want to uh, like let us know a little more about yourself? Like, let us know where you, you know, who you are, where you're from, what it is that you do. So, as he said, my name is Jay. Um, Jay's Anatomy is my name. It's a playoff, my favorite show, Gray's Anatomy. I'm originally from Arkansas, 29 years old, currently living in Atlanta, moved here in 2018 to pursue doing more um, public relations to the stars, doing more events, and um, got here, did exactly that, and then I got Yes, you did. Introduced to doing um, an event that you guys have grown to love, which is called Sipping Paints. I was with a uh, company called Exotic Paintings, 
And from there, me and my former business partner, um, he created the, what well, he actually got into, he was a model. Let me say that. Cause people always ask me all the time at shows or when they see me, they're like, how did you get into it? What happened? Or yeah. created? I was actually interested to know that as well. And so it pretty much was just, <clears throat> I, he, he was already doing it as a model. And then when mm-hmm. he decided to do his own thing, he, you know, like, hey, you should come. So I was really like a publicist and I was just doing content for social media, making sure they had videos mm-hmm. and pictures for us to post and promote the shows. And then from there, it just became a whole thing to where my responsibilities grew, grew and grew. And then um, it just grew so much to where I was really the stake holder of the company to where I really had a lot of say so, a lot of input, a lot of so who was your who was your business partner? Do you care to say? You said what? <laughs> who was your business partner? Do we, are we familiar with the business partner? Do we um, um your previous business my previous partner? business partner, King Stennis, For some, that's what y'all call him. I call him Lamonte. Um, so yeah, we exotic paintings. We were a great thing. We did a lot of phenomenal work together. Um, but then I did depart the company in 2019, mm-hmm. started my own company in 2020. And so we're going on year two, going strong. And we have been thriving um, in the sip and paint business. We definitely have, you know, put put it on the map, you know. So I'm, I'm just excited yes, just to have. do it. It's, it's so much fun and fulfilling. But re- listen, because I will say this now. OK, so initially what I'm going to say this. I'm not going to count yours as uh, one of the br- brancher offs because I feel like you were with the initial, like with exotic paintings. I feel like you were with them for the entirety of their, a lot of their success and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I don't really count Anatomy X as one of the people who branched off from that because I feel like you were a part of the brand. So I feel like it, it was yours to branch off with. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know since I have been exposed to exotic paintings, I've seen a lot of other people who have started those type of parties and stuff as well. And I just want to say one thing um, to, you know, just anybody who's, uh, you know, looking to start a business or anything. <clears throat> just because you get some niggas and, <laughs> and have them naked. That's it. That don't mean, that don't, that don't make you a business. That's it. That's it. Make sure you got a, make sure you got a text ID number. <laughs> Register with the state. Okay. <laughs> Make sure just because you got some niggas walking around with paint on them naked, don't mean you got a yeah, business friend. That's it. <laughs> For real. And shout out to my All team. Right, so. My team is the most amazing team from my models yeah. to my vendors to yeah. my DJ. Um, yes. My team is absolutely the best team around. When people come, they always are just surprised about how the level of you know customer service and entertainment. You definitely have events, friend. And I think that I think that's probably something that does set you aside from, you know, the other people in that field, because a lot of times people do come and they just like, OK, cool. And, you know, some people don't even provide the damn the, uh, the some people don't even provide the damn paint. The paint and the so canvases. Like, bring your own paint. Yeah, bring, you know, your, own bring your own paint. Your own paint. Bring your own canvas. Bring your own ass. Just come on. You know, just bring your own everything. B-Y-O-P. B-Y-O-P. Bring you know, your own paint. Like, just show up. So I think it's dope because y'all do, I've seen that you have food, y'all be having actual like vendors, businesses, small businesses, hookahs. I've seen a lot of stuff and I think that's amazing because you may have people who look at a business like this and think, you just out here promoting prostitution or you just out here promoting sex or something like that. But then they don't really see there's business handle behind all of that shit. You actually, you're putting people in, putting people, you're putting people 
in positions. You know, you, you know what I'm saying? You're putting a lot of these people in positions to be able to have their small businesses out here in front of larger audiences. So I definitely give you kudos on that. And like I always say, put some motherfucking respect on my friend's name and he ain't out here peddling penises, okay? Yeah, <laughs> and I tell, first of all, I always tell him it's not prostitution because you cannot put your mouth on nobody. You can't sit, you know, solicit yeah. sex. We don't do none of that. Yeah. Um, But it definitely is an experience because I think I have to remind people that I'm a PK kid. So Kojic Bound, you know, so when my family, you know, came about like, you doing this? Like, have you lost your way? Like, child, you need to get in church. Like, I'm like, I'm still in church. How you doing? But uh, it's just a way for people to express themselves. And, and I think everybody has that opportunity to feel free and welcome and loved and yeah. appreciated. Like, you know, men yeah. have been able to go to strip clubs from since forever. Women, they really yeah. haven't had that right or it's not that many male strip clubs in the world. So for women to come and yep. feel um, loved on and appreciated and they feel like they're empowered to where men are walking around naked and they can, you know, touch yep. and they can, you know, tip and they can woo and girl, look at him and, you know, or even say, hey, I'm good, don't touch me, you know, to have that right to do it, but still be able to be in an atmosphere like that with the gays are there, there are straight men there because my models are there and then you have women there. So it's a, it's a, open to all atmosphere and it's just it's just such a vibe i'm glad that i get to be to even do it i'm i feel like it's also more personalized um as well because i feel like if you go to like a male review or you go to a strip club or something like that it's one of those things where yeah a person's on stage and you really don't have as much access to that person when it comes to the sip and paint parties um it's a lot more interactive. You know what I'm saying? So they walk around. You may have a little more one-on-one -on -one time. If you got your eye on a specific model, all you got to do is just wait for him to get around the room. He's going to be over there on your Baby, ass. they you know be wanting too so much one-on-one like, -on -one time. I be having to say, all right. But yeah. For the next yeah, two okay, hours, I have to remind him, I'm your mommy and your daddy. So what I say goes. You might, my friend, have to start getting some damn um, <laughs> security. <laughs> I want to start hosting your events, friend. Shit. <laughs> I would do it. I would. You should come and host one. I would do that shit for you free. Know, we talked about that for Halloween, but somebody was somebody was stuck on the couch, y'all. Somebody was. Um, we get on the plane. This ain't no. Listen. If you can have sex raw, you can fly. You can fly on a plane. That's a weird for everybody. Well, I have sex raw with my man, um, and which could still be a risk. Oh. <laughs> Not that I think he's cheating. I'm just saying. You know, it could still be a you risk. Never you never know. No, because for real, you'd be like. Yeah, you never know. Just because you just cause you think y'all good don't mean you're good. So, you know, yeah. But I am going to get my ass on the plane. What I, what we are going to discuss is solidifying an actual date in an event and then me booking my ticket right okay, after we talk about it. But, yeah. All right. So, okay. So, uh, you, t you told us, you know, how the process of, you know, you kind of branched off and you got your own platform now um, and you, you bring in all these people and present opportunities. Um, and also, you know, I'm pretty sure somebody, some people may be familiar with you as well when they watched your good old episode on Married to Medicine, because we definitely seen, because you intro, you jumped the shit off because you was like, I mean, obviously, y'all, if y'all know Jay, like I do, you know, he's... <laughs> He's the boss. So he's going to have that microphone. He's going to be like, all right, everybody. So this is what we do. <laughs> so, but how was that experience? Did you know, did you know any of those ladies um, ahead of time? Or was that something that they reached out and was like, you know, we've seen that y'all are blowing up and, you know, you know, we want y'all on the show. So they actually reached out because they were trying to figure out something to do for Toya's birthday. So 
Um, they reached mm-hmm. out to the company, and then from there, it became a whole thing on us getting ready for Toya's birthday. Like, I remember um, going to print out teeth because I have you watched the episode, I have like the business shirt on, I had to get those printed out. They had them on, mm-hmm. like, because we recorded so much, but they chopped it down to so much. But like, all the models had um, shirts on, and I was walking in, and it was just a whole thing. Like, I was just like, okay, we're gonna be on Marriage Medicine, and I really didn't know what to expect. Because, you know, you think about reality TV, of course, you only watch, what, 45 minutes and then it's like six days they've been chopped up in one episode. So you don't know yeah. exactly how much TV time yep. you're going to get. So we actually were blessed enough to have three. We was on three episodes. They stretched us out, baby. They had us on at the end of one episode and we had a whole episode and then it was like the aftermath of the sip and paint. So we got a little TV time, but it, the ladies were absolutely a hoot. It was so much fun. I believe it. It was so much shit that we know. That wasn't um, that y'all didn't see that night. That definitely would have been um, jaw dropping moments. Really? Because I know what's his name. Uh, what's his name? Right. Tank. He had picked up Doctor Heavily. Oh or something. Him and Heavily he had this like, banter <laughs> going back and forth. Heavily, I still say to this day, Heavily, that you enjoyed yourself. Okay, girl. She it, she was she, living. You know she, she did. Actually still, she was like, I ain't touched that little boy. Uh-uh. I think she still follows her. I know last year she shouted him out at one point. <laughs> she is so, I love Heavily. Heavily is a hoot. I'm sure. I'm sure Heavily is hilarious. And I'm going to just say, you know, speaking of a good Heavenly moment, you know, Heavenly Father, I don't know if y'all see that moment where she was on her YouTube and she brought that person on there and he was sucking a dick and she was like, uh-uh, get the... Listen, y'all, y'all got to stop doing the most when y'all get on people's lives. We never know what to expect and that's why we can't ever keep our, our, Ooh, our rights Lord. to go live. Are you still blocked? For real. No, I'm not. So I'm blocked from... I can't post any captions on my post and I can't like anybody's post. I can't comment on anybody's post. You must post. Have I can't the comments. Add or Were you making people. little nasty comments under people's... Uh... No, I was actually going through and unfriending uh, a bunch of people because I've gotten to the point to where I don't see any of my friends or family's posts anymore. So I'm all I'm seeing when I get on Instagram, I'm just seeing ass and people I don't even know or care to know. You know what I'm saying? So it's more so like I'm just trying to get, to my, get it back to a more personal thing because... I want to, you know, like my friends and stuff post because if I'm not seeing their stuff, I can't like it and support it's the them algorithm, though. while I'm expecting you know, them to support me. Instagram is doing that. Because Instagram, you can post something right now and half your friends won't see it until yep. next Thursday at 2.30. Yeah, like true. Just I was That's like, very bitch, true. that was last week. But if I'm, but if I'm, you know, if I'm following 7,500 people and I personally know 500 people, all those 500 people are going to get, you know, washed out of that, so... Hopefully, Instagram, mm. they said they was going back to their old algorithm. I look forward to that because I'm yeah. so sick. Yeah. I'm so sick. Ugh. Yeah. I'm, I'm sick of it, too. And honestly, I kind of feel like it's somewhat, um, I feel like it's somewhat selective, if you want to be completely honest with you, because I feel like there are still a lot of people out here who don't go through the shadow banning thing, and they don't really go through the, like, I see people who, I'm going to just say Instagram. I feel like Instagram picked its favorites. You think so? Years ago. I mean, a lot of celebrities go through it too. Yes. A lot of them who who aren't even like doing a lot of stuff on there, a lot of them still go through it too. Yeah, I do feel like when I'm naked well, they, though, they like everybody seems to see see my picture. You know, when I when I ain't got no clothes on, it seems that everybody gets to oh. see me. And I'm because yesterday I posted a picture yes. and baby, it, it had the timeline. Yes, you did. I couldn't. I couldn't like it, friend, because I'm blocked. I want oh, you to know that I tried like to like pictures. it and said no. Uh, Let me. You on I your can't last like them, Can't comment. Can't do nothing. 
Man, listen, I got until Wednesday. So I'm look, I'm being very careful. I'm being very careful because I feel kind of bad. Like I had a whole episode, you know, aired a couple of days ago. I couldn't even really promote it the way it was supposed to be promoted because I couldn't put nothing in the captions. I couldn't really do nothing like that. So I do have to be more mindful because I am trying to grow. But like I'm gonna say this. Instagram, I still do feel like it has its favorites. And I feel like and when I say that, I more so mean like, you know how, let's just say for, I feel like personally, I have put out multiple viral worthy content clips or mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. And nothing ever happens with it. Um, but you got somebody that might do something stupid. Like, and it know. goes viral and everybody's seen like, it and it, liked it. And- you know what I'm saying? And I feel like I feel like for some odd reason, now I feel like Instagram is like we don't need no more like people famous off of Instagram. Like I feel like they picked mm. they like influencers a couple years ago. Like we gonna let it be Lala and the cute niggas and you know and like you know the uh, the Aries and the sh- like. I feel like the people who were gonna get those hundreds and thousands of followers, they're not. I don't feel like that's just happening no more unless somebody goes fucking viral for something stupid like gorilla glue in their hair. I was thinking that the other day when I I, I, was, I had her on my timeline this morning actually, and I just thought to myself, wow. You know, she's she is famous and everything. For, for making a mistake that mo- that most five year olds know not to make. And so, even at that moment, you know what I just remember? It's a favor ain't fair. That's all I had to remember. So, you know what? Lord, that's her blessing. Yeah. The Lord knew she was going to do something stupid yeah, it is. At, at a time such as this to make her go viral. So, I know when my time comes, the only thing I am going to do is I'm going to make sure that people who I do follow, who do have like quality content, yeah. that they do put their chance because yeah. we are in a world. Where you don't know what oh you, you think, God. like this video that you love that is so funny to you, and you know it's good content, and you put that out there and it don't get the views or the likeness that you think it hurts. And then you put something out there that you don't really care about, and then that's what people gravitate to. And it's just like, how do yes. I stay relevant enough to where I can do that type of stuff and still get the looks, the views to where they can care about the other content to where then I don't get discouraged and keep my integrity yeah, and I don't get discouraged to feel and like keep my integrity I keep trying to do the stuff that I know that is good which y'all ain't gravitating yeah. to it so it's, it is a it's an uphill battle but I always tell people stay true to your niche yeah. you stay true to your niche yes. and you can always like the PR part of me will say stay true to your niche but then like implement certain things that are trending so that people you so you growing. can get those people yeah. in the gravitational pool, and then you'll be able to find your audience. You know, your village picks you. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I think I think that's very important as well because I feel like a lot of times when I feel like people are so secretive about the secret recipe of getting put on or going viral, I feel like a lot of times people don't give back or so into the other because just for me in general. For me, and I can't, I guess I can't really expect everybody to be this way. Um, but just for me, I just, I never expect anything. I just have this thing where I just feel like I'm just here on earth to help people, like put people on. Like I, at any given moment, if you go on my story or whatever, you may see I just randomly shared somebody's business. You shared mine, like, I didn't even know. I went to just look at your story. I said, let me go to keep page. You know and I'm I saying? saw like, the story for the for the show, and I was like, that's why I sent you the message. I was like, oh, you probably ain't seen it because you blocked. But, uh, <laughs> No, I no, I, I I did see that, and that's what I'm saying. Like like you, my friend. I guess you know what I'm gonna just I'm gonna just get this off my chest. Wait, I have to. I have to say this. I have to. Because this is one of the things that I did kind of want to bring up in our yeah. subjects today. So I want to know how you feel about 
friends not being supportive of your brand or friends that don't give any mm-hmm. yeah just how do you feel about friends who are not supportive like do you feel like obviously nobody's obligated to do anything to support you but how do you feel when it just, it <laughs> you know we somebody about the you nets. expect if anybody know how to get rid of nets the proper way without yeah. killing plants let Sorry us know in the comments please <laughs> <laughs> um honestly i don't really have that problem i think the, the worst thing about it is is that please i have a really know. good friend group most of my friends we've been friends for about 10 plus years yeah and so support looks different i always remind people that too because i think yeah. a lot of us do look at support being one-sided or a one-dimensional way and so i'm very blessed to have people who support me through text message who send me motivational messages who send me um gospel songs or fun songs that they know that will touch my heart or reach me or read this or watch this or read this book or hey have you tried to implement this with your business and then i do have the people who freely share my posts and who do comment and who are in the likes and, and things of that nature. So I'm open to all of my friends being supportive in their own way that makes sense about who they are. And I don't want them to change who they are. Cause if you're not really on social media, of course I would love for you to share my posts, but if you're not a social media person, right. then maybe your support is somewhere else. Then I can't expect you to be out here. Right. And then if you do have people who are not supporting you, I do feel like once you've acknowledged that, I think the, the best thing, I just had a, a situation to where I don't have, I had a best friend who I'm not best friends with anymore. And I think one of the best things that people have to realize in our, as my best friend Jacqueline would say, at this big age, um, you have to communicate. I think communication is the key to all things. I think most people are um, afraid to acknowledge how they feel or to really even express that they feel a type of way. And the yeah. breakdown in communication is so important. So if you feel like your friend is not supporting you, the first thing to do is acknowledge that, hey, I do feel like when I do X, Y, and Z, you never support me. It, I feel that you never support me. Because just because you feel a way doesn't mean that it's right. Um, but I also think, you know, you if you have examples, I think I'm a person to where I love providing examples for people. Um, like this and that, and I remember when this, so they can really go back to it. Because, you know, black people sometimes, we, our memory, you know, we, I'll tell me a time. Well, okay, I'll watch the film. Yeah, and you'd be like, uh, and no, that's how I am too. I'd be like, look, you need to tell me. Seriously. I'd be like, look, if you're going to accuse me or say something, you got to tell me how you came up with that. But I say in my, in my particular situation, and this is what I'm saying, I don't expect nobody to reach out because you know nobody probably gave this person no handouts or anything like that and i'm not even going to say we're best friends i'm not going to say that whatsoever but i will say that and i want to say this publicly for anybody in the back in the front in the middle or outside the building if you can't support me publicly that's true don't fucking support me privately. That's it. Don't hop in my inbox talking about I'm so proud of you and I'm so glad and seeing what you're doing. And even if you don't see me liking or commenting, that don't mean that I ain't seeing your stuff and I, and this and that. But you just got a hundred thousand followers, um, and 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 you have literally because you are so ashamed of who you are, mm. you're scared that you posting me or anything is going to make it look bad on you. Like I'm to the point like now. I'm in my feelings about that shit. I gave one, there was one time before the person came to visit, we took some pictures together and I posted them on my page. And the thing about it is, I'm not even that sensitive ass nigga for real, for real, but anybody <laughs> in this, ga- no, no, anybody in this game knows how it go. If I post you on my page, you get my followers. 
You post me on your page so I can get some of your followers, period. <laughs> Anybody in the influencer social media game, right. they know how the fuck shit goes. And that's just what it a is. A lot of them don't want to. A lot of them don't want to share that 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 crossover. With us. Exactly. Like, you have to where they will support you in private, and they would. And you have. And they'll look at the message to where you have shouted out them since 2018. Big yes. things, small things, in between. And then you look at the messages. You know, the nigga to talk about how cute you are, or something crazy, or it's like, okay, you see, I have all these events. You see, I do all these things. One share would not. You know what I'm saying? And I can understand. And for me, I'm not going to even lie. It's had me looking at myself differently. Like, oh, Keith, you need to clean up your image because people don't want to work with you. But at the same time, this particular person is a is a comedian. They just went viral, just whatever the case may be. There's nothing about what I do or say that is going to make you look no crazier than what the fuck you already do, first off. And at the end of the day, if you out here sharing all these other church queens on your goddamn page... Why the fuck can't I be on there? No, that pisses me off because it's not like I'm out here shirtless in every damn post. I have posts where I'm out here trying to promote my podcast. I have stuff where I'm out here trying to promote actual business. So don't hop in my fucking inbox talking about, I got your back and I'm so proud and pop, 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 man. You, no, fuck that. Then you know that. where you stand with because those to people. Me, like at that point, you know where you stand with those people. Exactly. And at that point, it's like, yeah, you know, you really are not that type of person who's one. I'm not the person who you really are looking out for. Even though these words that you're saying, they really have no way to yeah. it. Because realistically, if I was that person for you, you would share or you would support in the same way exactly. that I support you. Because it's been exactly. countless people that I have put on. Um, who make more money than me, who have more followers than me, and who, and who at one point probably didn't, who I've given opportunities to. And people do get forgetful um, when success yes. seems to be going in their direction. The thing is about it is yes, every do. dog has their day. And the wheels are always turning. So, you know, as you're going up and being comfortable. I unfollowed his ass. I ain't even worried about him. I'm not going to keep looking at his damn profile if he can't support me. I, shit. I ain't going to support you That's if you it. ain't supporting me. Unfollow. But them tur- them tables are always turning. So, at the end of the day, it might be a time to wear. Because you got to think. There, there are people who are now famous or who are now well-known um, at one point who did who weren't. And they, they were asking yeah. people like, oh, hey, how do I get an opportunity? Or, hey, can you help me? And it flips. It flips. Because then you get those people who need to be rebranded, who need who need the opportunity. So they, they're old school or they were popping back then, but now you've made it and now they need to use your platform to be relevant. So you got to be careful how you treat people because you yeah. reap what you sow. And at least I'm able to be genuine and myself on my platform. Period. No you know what I'm said. saying? I'd rather, you know, yeah, because I'm going to just say this. I'm I'm really sorry because I feel like he's not physically done anything wrong. He ain't said nothing because it's not owed. It's not no no. If you support people, you are not. They are not obligated to support you back. But please, 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 just pay attention to how people maneuver you. Pay attention to how people when you ask them certain questions, how they go around it. Be just be very careful because there. I reached out to this man and was like, "Hey, I want to get you on my podcast." He's like, "Yes." Haven't heard nothing back out. And I'm like, hey, what's going on? He's like, oh, well, for real, I'm just kind of scared of what you're gonna ask me and stuff. And I'm like, okay, cool. So like, at this point, like, I'm not <laughs> gonna get you on camera knowing what your brand is and start asking you about dick and balls. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, I, <laughs> if that's what you think, if you think, if you think that low of me, 
then you don't need to be in my circle. If you think well, that I don't know how don't to know. And that's no, why I say no. maybe that's where communication comes into part. So where I know like when I had people on my talk show, of course, I would always let them know, like, of course, like the essence of what the show is about, of course. Melanin Pie. Yeah. But then I do also know if you ever watched our show, you know, me, Mary, and Jacqueline, we are very funny and we are um you know, yeah. we do things to where it's like, okay, well, we're going to tell the truth, you know, but we're never going to blindside our guests to be like, oh, I didn't know you was going to ask me about exactly. my ex You know, we're never going to do something like that that you didn't know that you were going to be asked, you know what I'm saying, that make you uncomfortable and not want to feel welcome to come back. So I think people just have to really be open. And I think the other, the key is just being true to thyself. Because I also am a church person. Yes. I know you mentioned church. And um, people who come to typically come any place in the Bible Belt, especially like Alabama, Mississippi, Arkansas, yes. the mentality of thinking is so bogged down by what does your family think or what do people think about me and how can I move and maneuver? And let me tell you something. If whoever watching this, if you don't get nothing yep. else from this, you need to deliver yourself from people. Mm-hmm. Because if you are always thinking about how people are going to view you and, and I mean, don't, don't get me twisted. We yes. all want to be liked. Completely. We all want to be respected, right? But at the end of the day, you should never compromise who you are because of what people just don't like. You know, if I'm not hurting nobody, I'm going to crack my joke. I'm going to beat me. My nose going to be pierced. I'm going to get my nails manicured. I'm going to get my eyebrows threaded when I need to. I'm going to get a facial. That's my business. But I don't care if that makes you feel uncomfortable because that's my business. That's who if I am. If I ain't as a sleeping with you, so I think a lot of y'all, we don't pay our man, bills woman, together, or anything else, you have to be comfortable in your own skin and know that I'm going to live the life that God has allowed me to live. And if that makes other people uncomfortable, so be it. But you don't need to be uncomfortable in your own skin living a lie to where you can't even fulfill the things that make you feel good. And that's not trying to force nobody to come out, but that's more so just trying to force yeah, you to understand that you'll never be as happy. You will never be as happy on the DL as you are gay. Like, out, I promise For you, sure. on God, on God. Like, there's nothing, honestly, the weight that was lifted off of my shoulder when I did that, mm-hmm. amazing. So, you know, know, I never I, actually uh, publicly like, you know, how most people have like a come out story. Yeah. I've never done that. <laughs> I, I like, did after everybody kind of knew was me. I literally yeah. grew up to where I was. I allowed myself to be me. I really didn't let people put a stigma on me. Don't get me twisted. Like, I think back in the day, I was more concerned about somebody using the G.A.Y. word. In my name. But as I got older and I got in college, I didn't care what you identified me as. I was me and my business. I'm a Virgo, so y'all know we private. I'm, my business was my business. And yeah. if I shared it with you, that was that. But same way. I didn't need to feel any kind of way. I was going to get my nails manicured, my eyebrows going to get threaded, my haircut going to be sharp. I'm going to wear clothes that make me feel good, which I do be fresh. But I don't get wrapped up in other people's stuff on how they feel about me. That is up to me to decide on how I feel about me and how I'm presented to the world. So I don't know. I don't let people put stigmas and connotations on, on how I move. I don't believe in it. And you shouldn't let them do you like that either. Yeah. I just want to say one more thing. I feel like people who are, you know, uncomfortable with who they are as far as sexuality goes. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they realize that when you have friends or you're dating somebody or something like that, that identifies as that same sexual you know, they identify the same way you do sexually. When you're ashamed and embarrassed of yourself, nine times out of ten, your friends and your, or your partner feel like you're ashamed and embarrassed of them. 
I'm dead serious. When you start acting like, oh, I can't be seen with you and I can't be, that is almost like, well, what's wrong with me? You know what I'm saying? And I, I like, I, I did that to my first boyfriend because I was DL. I'd be like, uh-uh, I can't go nowhere with you. I can't, and you know, not really knowing how that affected him in on the back end. You know what I'm saying? So I think people really just have to be very familiar with that. And I don't know if I'm gonna keep this segment in here because I feel like I was very specific about who it is. You might not know him, but I'm pretty sure somebody might be able to do two and two. I, I, don't, I still don't know who it is, but I will say, I think if you are even willing to compromise and date somebody who can't love you out loud, that's already a sign right there. No, because I'm not saying you have to be flamboyant. You don't have to be a person of PDA. But if somebody cannot express to you that y'all belong to one another, it's something wrong with you too to where that's okay. I, I do agree. Some people like that DL shit though. Some people just like the DL because, you know, like Zoe, he likes DL niggas because it's the challenge. nobody in the gay club. No, no other dudes in the gay club can say they don't have his man. You know what I'm saying? He likes the dudes that they never. That ain't true either. Because some of the most deep things about a DL nigga is you don't even know who he didn't have. So that that ain't smart either. Because that means he could have been with everybody in there. You don't know because everybody is on stand. Hush, hush. If you have friends that are actually trying to do things and you're not making a conscious effort to, you know, just uplift them, that they remember that and it sticks with them and they start to sometimes. And stop waiting till people get on to support. You know, that's the fakest shit ever. You know, you you didn't see your friend selling t-shirts out their trunk of their car. Then all of a sudden, Cardi B buy a t-shirt from them, and now they popping. Now they the biggest t-shirt thing popping in your city. And now the first thing you want to shout them out every weekend. Oh, that's my best friend. And if your best friend go back and look at that shit, that shit is sad and embarrassing. So support people, even if you don't. And I'm one of them people to wear. I'm a realist. If you want to be a rapper, right? And let's say Keith came to me and said he wanted to be a rapper, but I really don't. I'm going to be honest. If I don't think he's a good rapper, I'm going to tell him. I'm going to say, Keith, I don't think you're a really good rapper. However, yes. as your friend, I'm too. going to help you. I'll support you in the best <laughs> way that I can. But I'm a realist now because it is a lot of people out here who be right. trying to do shit and they don't do it well. And I think they don't have the real people around them to say, hey, that ain't for you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I do agree because I feel like I feel like that is support in itself as well. You know what I'm saying? But if you're just not trying to pour into your friend at all, like I just feel like when you if you're try to just what is your purpose of being around people if you're not pouring into them? Like, do you want people around you, you if they're not pouring the into real, you? The, the real, the real, I can't even get the realization. I, I guess I had to meet my mom. Is is that most people <laughs> they don't even care who's around them or why because they just don't want to be alone. And that's the sad part is most people don't even know how to be by themselves to figure out what they want in life, what the, what their traumas are, how to be a better person, what makes them emotionally triggered. And, you know, people don't want to, they don't want to do that. They don't want because so that's why they're in the club every weekend. That's why they got a new boo uh, every five months and every every two weeks. They'll break up. I got a new boyfriend. I got a new boyfriend. No like, self-work. They don't want people to know don't want to be alone, and it's okay to be alone to get to know yourself. Because until you know yourself, you will never find people who genuinely belong around you. That goes for friendship or relational. So Agreed. Be by yourself sometimes. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with it. I hundred percent agree with that. And you know, also to touch on that point that you said, um, as far as you know, it's crazy how the friends sometimes will you know start supporting when you know you start popping. Like I said, I ain't even mm-hmm. popping yet, and I've already noticed there's been. I'm going to just say there's about five, six people who I don't reached out to over the years to say, hey, let's 
collab. Let's come up with something, a product, a business or something together and get it out there in front of these people. And, you know, left on red. Sure, let's do it. Heard nothing back, stuff like that. Now that I'm out here releasing videos and interviews every week and they're seeing that, okay, well, he actually got some lightweight you know, talented people on there. Like he got some good people on there that he's Wait, interviewing. Man, it's maybe, maybe, maybe I should, you know, try to get on this platform. It's like, no, just cause you see me interviewing people that you follow and stuff like that. Now don't be trying to get over here. Don't try to do that because okay. you're insulting my intelligence at that point. Like you don't think I know what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> and that's just what that is. Um, okay. Off the negativity. Period. I'm probably gonna that ain't that negativity. That's informative. You know yeah, what? Yeah. And that's, let me just say, just because people are giving real review or real like experiences, because a lot of people do think like, oh, this is negative. Yeah. No, it's realistic because yes. I think one of the things that I think as influencers that we have to start doing a better job at is telling people the truth. Because I think a lot of people look at influencers or celebrities and or people who are business owners who appear to be doing well, they don't hear the other side of it. So they think that success looks one way, and then when they're on their own journey, they're like, well, wait a minute. What the fuck is this? It's like, no, bitch. We yeah. had hard times. We were broke. We had people not supporting us. We felt discouraged. We felt ugly. All that shit. We just never talked about it. So that's yes. why um, when yeah. I did my 2021 re- end of the year review, I talked about everything. For me feeling ugly, yeah. to me gaining weight, losing weight, my car getting left alone, people backstabbing me in the back, going bald, my hair is back as y'all see, all these edges. Yeah. But you know, I talk about all of that stuff because I think when people see me, they're always like, oh, he come from money. I don't come from money. I make money and I've been the person who's made my own way. So it's like now that I'm at a certain place, I'm appreciative of it and then now you can really get an understanding of my journey that way yeah. you don't just think like oh yeah he woke up and he, his life is good he don't have no struggle it's like bitch you don't know the half of and you know i will say this i was what i've been watching a few interviews because i've been trying to just really watch other podcasts and other shows to get some you know ideas and just kind of see how format and stuff should be just to kind of you know do my homework and i've been watching a few other interviews and i'm not gonna lie like it would kind of tick me off sometimes because i would hear you know, they would act uh, influencer or whatever. They would be like, so, you know, why do you think, you know, what, what makes, what makes you different? Like what makes you go viral? Why do people love you so much? And they'd be like, because I'm myself. And I'll be like, that's the most stupid generic answer I've ever heard in my life. But now just list, like, honestly, people relate to you a lot more when you are that way. Because for me, a lot of people didn't know during the pandemic, I almost lost everything. I almost lost everything. I was almost homeless. Like nobody knew that because I was super embarrassed about it. Obviously now that I'm on the other end of it, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not embarrassed and I can speak about it, but it's more so like, even when I was spoke, spoke about, you know, feeling like I was getting older um, and that I wasn't really feeling as attractive as I, you know, was before people really gravitated towards that. Um, I had a, it's I had an instance, actually an interview I just did my last interview. Uh, I don't know if you know who Jacoby Stennis is. Yes. I do. He does OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. So him and I, the reason the reason why we even set our interview up was because I was putting out my experience mm-hmm. on OnlyFans. Oh. And he, I guess, seen that as well, all you do is talk negatively about it. And so the reason for me getting him on here was like so we could have that open conversation about pros, cons, and stuff of that nature, because you know, for him. 
the biggest thing that I needed for him to understand was I'm not really speaking negatively. I'm just really telling my experience. And if it was negative, then I just had a negative experience. You know what I'm saying? You're entitled uh, to your, your experiences. You know what I'm saying? And so I can't really be responsible if my experiences offend other people. Um, so, I, but I do think it's important to be open like that with your people because there's a lot of people out here who y'all following y'all's faves. Y'all don't know shit about half these motherfuckers that y'all are in love with. All they do is take good pictures and you ain't ever heard them open their mouth and say shit. And some of them you don't even you don't even know. That's why I always tell people, like, especially like working with a lot of celebrities. Um, can't mention nobody's name, NDA. Mm. Tell them. Anybody yes. who's up and coming, get you an NDA, baby. Um, but um, Gosh, I need I, a lot I, of people who you love. Can they be retroactive? Or, can they be retroactive? Because I got a couple motherfuckers that I told my business from back in the day. <laughs> you like, should have them on. Back in the day. Okay, I'm gonna be like, here. So this is from hey, this yeah, is from 2017. Nice. NDA. Yeah, NDAs to say you like, yeah, for real. But I think a lot of the people yes, who people love or celebrate and they don't even know, be a lot of the people who do a lot of shit behind the scenes who are just the most reckless, evil, conniving, manipulating people. So you got to be careful yes, about. Are. You know, I mean, we all we all do it. We we follow certain people because they they shoes nice. Though. She got a nice body. He got abs or whatever. But you don't really know these people, and so you don't At really all. know what the real reality is of a situation like. For instance, mm-hmm. yesterday, Kanye West got on live. Now, this is a megastar. Kanye West got on his live mm-hmm. and said that he was not invited to his daughter's birthday party. From there, it became a whole thing. All the blogs had it on there. And then within 30, it was probably less than 30 minutes, he had got an invite and he was there. We're talking about Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. Realistically, people love both of these people. But realistically, they have their own experiences of one another. And so based upon that, there's always three Stories, baby. It's their side, they side in the truth. So you just never know, and you don't really know these people, but you go off what you think. You don't know. You just and actually, know. that that even comes to people like you and I, because the thing about you and I are, and I can, and I'm not, I'm gonna be unhumble when I say this because I'm tired of y'all cute motherfuckers who don't ever open your mouth because for real, y'all be cute and boring than a motherfucker. But for people like me and you, people know. Like, Kind of, they kind of know us. They know our personality. They know our demeanor. They know how, where we stand on certain things. They know that there is a brain behind this. You know what I'm saying? But at the same, but at the same time, though, at the same time, just like we're talking about those people who they take the pictures and they don't say nothing, and y'all think y'all know them, but y'all think because you see where they post the pictures at that you know them. Just because y'all hear us talk. On social media, just because you hear us post a video or we rant about something. Also, let's not take that and confuse it with you knowing us either. Okay, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you know we may People be feeling like they know you a little bit. They they really truly do. They really feel like, especially in the OnlyFans world. I promise to God. Listen, how was that like, for you? So, like, I know that you've talked about like OnlyFans. It wasn't for you. You did say it was mm-hmm. like messing with your self esteem. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you feel like was your greatest takeaway from doing OnlyFans? My greatest takeaway is that I would do it again. I'm just playing. I got that from Portia. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're going to do it better this time. Okay. No, 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 no. So my greatest takeaway, honestly, I think maybe I used the word traumatic and I should not have used that word, which is probably where somebody probably felt triggered when I did make my post about it. Um, I mean, is that your, I'm gonna say this. Is that your is that your experience? I'm gonna say this before you tell me your yeah, end, end result. As y'all know, I own a sipping paint. So a lot of my models 
either prior to doing Sipping Paints already had an OnlyFans or did porn mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. I always, and all I can tell you, I'm I'm not the person you probably want to go to to do our OnlyFans. That's not my that's not my my thing. Yeah, um, I do feel like I tell them all the time. You either control the narrative on your OnlyFans or then you mm-hmm. become the prostitute to the people. Yes, you so do. You come on here and say, hey, we only do toe jobs over here. I don't know what the mm-hmm. fucking toe job is, but we only do toe jobs over here. Don't ask me about nothing else. We do toe jobs. But if that's all you do, you do toe jobs. When you open it up to yeah. people to say, hey, do you, you want to uh, do ring light jobs and do you want to do bottle <laughs> jobs? Like, that's not what I told you I do. So yeah. then you become the prostitute to the people and the people yes. become the pimp. You have yes. to be in control of what your brand no, is. No, no, no. OnlyFans is the pimp. OnlyFans is the pimp because they get they they get they uh they get they twenty percent first. So they're the pimp. Huh? Yeah, man. Yeah, no, so they I always say OnlyFans is the pimp. You know, the the people are just the the Johns. Um <laughs> No, I'll say this. For me, it wasn't even about like letting people run my experience for me. Um, Like I said, my passion, my passion. And a lot of people are looking at me crazy when I a lot of people looking at me crazy since I stopped doing it because they like you could have fueled your passion with that OnlyFans money. And you could have done so many things. But like I said, for me, like I told you a few minutes ago, pandemic almost took me out. Right. OnlyFans money had to put me back in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, no, for real, because like honestly, uh, without putting all our business out, my my partner lost his job in the pandemic, and mm-hmm. everything kind of just fell on me, and it was it was just a lot. Um, but uh, but I will say like, and that's not why I started it though. It was just kind of like a public opinion thing. Everybody's like, do it, and I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna get this coin. But for me, I know my passion is not nudity. You know, my passion is not. Like, I'm not an overly sexual person at all. Like, I don't take, like, at any given moment, you know, a lot of people, they be like, I take nudes every day. I've been with my man for three years. I don't I don't have a reason to take no damn nudes. You know what I'm saying? I don't know the lighting. I don't know. Like, I'm like that Is that the lighting? No, no, because listen, because listen, you ever see that meme where it'd be like, you know, niggas, when they send a, a, a dick pic, it just be like this. <laughs> not the hammer. You know what I'm saying? Well, I got a hammer. You know what I'm saying? I had to use that for that. But um, but I was saying, like, that's what they why is a hammer like, underneath your um just, just get why is a hammer underneath that? Oh, they okay, had to decorate. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I got a lot of shit. I'll be careful. Yeah, don't pull up on Keith now. You're gonna get hammered, the baby. Yeah, this is my one-stop shop over here. <laughs> <laughs> get that good old coconut oil. You just go to that. <laughs> The That's Sip and Paint OnlyFans page. You go to the Sip and Paint OnlyFans page. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. All right. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck was we talking about before I brought up the hammer? No. Okay. So what I was more so saying is, um, I I love inspiring people. I love making people laugh. I love making people happy. I like to joke. Um, I just feel like people, although some people only give a fuck what you look like. I know what my talent, I know what my talent is. And I feel like for me, just like you said, um, like about, cause I remember we had a conversation one time and you was, we was talking about like, you know, the haircuts and you know, if I didn't have my haircut, let's just say this OnlyFans and Instagram and YouTube, they all started becoming one platform for me because I could not, if I wasn't looking good, if I didn't feel like my body was looking good, my skin was looking good or my hair was cut. I was really only thinking about catering to my OnlyFans audience. And I wasn't getting to the point where it was like to the point where I was like, 
well, I don't feel cute, so I'm not getting on the camera and I'm not saying nothing funny. I'm not saying right. nothing motivational. So I really started losing focus on what my actual true purpose was. And my page started looking like a fucking brothel for a second. Like it did. Like I'm like honestly, every time I would post anything, I would be cringing because and this knows because I always feel like, look, you put some respect on people's names that do that work, but also put some respect on people's names who don't want to do that type of work as well. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I didn't want to get lost in that world because i see it happen so often people do get, so get lost in it I, I i've had people who have been close and dear to me on my team and who've had like huge success like they, they yeah. go to the top yes. and they make a lot of money off only fans but like i always tell them you have to know yourself before you get into that yeah. game because if you don't it just it becomes a downhill spiral you know it's yeah, like with it success does. people who get success and they don't really know what to do with it don't have grounded people and mores around them it's you are don't. Those young athletes, those young athletes to be getting those millions and millions of dollars without no, and they have all yes men around them. You got to have structure. And I will yeah. say, I know you said that you didn't feel like like uploading anything because you weren't feeling like if you didn't feel cute. That's how I felt in 2020. Mm-hmm. And I think if people went and like looked, I really didn't do a lot of interaction. I was mm-hmm. very strategic on about how I posted what when I went live. Of course, you know, I do do-rag chronicles so I can throw a do-rag on, but I really felt like facts. I felt yeah. fat and ugly. So I didn't really do anything like 2020, really. I was hiding. And then people would ask me like um to do their podcast or do interviews. Mm-hmm. Like this is actually the first time I've done an interview in a long time. It is. And because actually, I feel I like I was dodging, trying to I dodged them for the longest. And I had to get the weight off. Let me I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Y'all you I, dodged me. You dodged my ass for a little bit too, y'all. Let's I not had look. to get the weight off. I had I was turning into the nutty professor. I had got too big, quarantine weight, depression weight. It was just too much. And then I'm now 29. So that 20 at 28, it was not coming off. So I did have some help getting it off. But y'all, you know. Um, so it's what did you drink? Some flat tummy tea? So I do still take the ESO tea, but I actually um had liposuction. Shut the fuck up. When did you have lipo? I had like, and I've never, I didn't even know I was gonna get on here and say this. But, we um, can take I, this out. We can take this out. No, I, we can keep it in. That's amazing. Um, I'm so, I don't know no guy who has ever had like okay, I've had, had I've seen those done. August 2021. 